Hey, everybody. Welcome back to season two of your favorite podcast in the world. Soccer Rucker Crush. <laughs> we were, you went off script. We didn't know yeah. what to do. So we're sponsored by Roughneck Stars. For <laughs> it was hard to know when to jump in there. <laughs> I know. I was just, we're winging it today. We haven't done this in a minute. You guys look beautiful. We have one of our favorite guests ever with us today. Jay. Hey, hey Jay. Hey, buddy. Welcome back. It's so good to be back. I mean, it's been way too long since uh, we were down at downtown uh, in, the, in the library. Well, at least we're not yeah. like cramped in a very hot space this time, so we're good. Yeah, but we don't get tacos after, yeah. so that's kind of a bummer. Like how far we've come. We'll save that for we'll save that for next round. Yeah, that's right. Not that idea. Yeah, we will. Um, season two, you guys. We're in a, a second season. We are. Are you guys ready for all this jelly? No. Yes. Or the jelly. Depends on the flavor. Oh, our podcast is very soccerlicious. Um, soccerlicious. So we have new rapid fires. We have the same old shenanigans. We have more tactics. We have more trash talk. Oh, we have. Oh, yeah. Today, y'all. And I think let's get into it. Uh, Jay, thank you for coming and hanging out with us this whole entire episode. We're going to test some rapid fires on you, also on ourselves. Yeah. Let's just see how that goes. Happy to be here. What you got? You're a new rapid fire guinea pig. Yeah. So uh, I'll start out. I think you answer the question or you ask the question. And then... He answers it. Well, how? Well, I won't bet. All yeah, of us have true. to answer too, so we'll figure okay. it out. So, the per- yeah, we'll we'll just wing it. We're yeah. good at this. Okay, first question: What is one thing you would change about the so- soccer culture in your community? Alternatively, what is one thing you hope never changes about your soccer community? I would take away all of their twitters. Okay. Um, Except. Except Rifey Lion. There. And Joseph Monet. Okay. That's it. Um, <laughs> what would I never change is I hope we never lose our sense of humor. It's true. We need that. I actually agree with Gina. With Abby. Sorry. Yeah, like, I feel like Abby just stole, stole mine for the most part. Like, it, it, it's not even fair, at least for the first part of the question. But I mean... The second part, I would say, our TFOs. Yeah. Our TFOs have been, regardless of whether they're in USL or MLS, have been legit. So mm-hmm. I have I have loved them a lot. And they're also not printed in Nashville. Ooh. We're getting the trash box shots early, fired. Jay. I like it. One thing that I would change that I think could change as we move into our new stadium is that I have always felt that the smell at Nippert Stadium does not <laughs> represent the culture of our club. And so I think we need to change that. And we have an opportunity with this new space to bring in new smells. But my so I'm going to need everybody to take a shower. I'm going to need everybody to wear deodorant. Put on your favorite Axe body spray and bring it. Because we have a chance to turn things around, people. Yeah. <laughs> what if the new stadium just doesn't feel like home? Yeah, like my actual home. Yeah. I I I I think that the only thing I'm only thing to do is to let us bring our couches. Okay. Like I think we have to start bringing our couches so that we can be as comfortable as we are at home in the stadium. <laughs> to feel more at home, just like take a plant in one arm. Mm-hmm. Well, one thing that I hope never changes is, and I'll be serious this time, um, the march, the march into the stadium. But we all agree everybody should have their Twitter deactivated, right? Yeah, except for Soccer Crush and Joseph Mune and Nike Lion. I'll go with that. And Nigerian scams. Yeah, but he's not in our yeah. soccer community, so I feel like that's fair. Beth, it's your turn. It is, and I muted because my heat kicked on. As usual, <laughs> I bring the outside noises. <laughs> All right. My question is, what is your go-to entertainment when you need to escape? Um, TV show, movie, music, book, whatever you like. I make really good use out of the Cincinnati Public Library. I, I read so much. Well, listen to so much and read so much. 
But like, what's my like go to like target? Target, yeah. Let's be real. Yeah, I feel like I'm just gonna be super nerdy. Abby knows this already, but I mean, I'm an anime guy, and so I will sit downstairs and binge maybe seven, eight, twenty episodes of any anime show I'm watching, and then realize it's about six hours later. Hey, whatever makes you happy. My like go to comfort show, like when I had a sick day, used to always be Veronica Mars. It still will be sometimes. I love Veronica Mars. But uh, also, it's pretty often like a, either a Jane Austen movie or Little Women or something along those lines. That would always make me feel better too, Beth. Mm-hmm. Like, how could it not? Mine is watching White Chicks. Yep. Because you do love White Chicks. <laughs> one of my favorite movies. It always makes me laugh. There is nothing better than just like chilling with my cat and watching white chicks it makes me laugh so hard it does not hold up well over time but it makes me laugh and i love to watch it um what is your favorite stadium food churros i'm speaking it into existence (laughs) i still would like a churro absolutely Look, I'm bringing back something I said when, when I was on this podcast the last time, and they need to have cheesy tater tots. I'm saying it right now. Do it. Right? Do it. Um, I don't really eat too, too much at Nippert Stadium. Sometimes a pretzel. Well, you but... can pretzels. Because I don't want La Rosa's or Frisch's or Skyline. No, not at matches. It's too yeah. heavy on the tum-tum. I do love a snow cone. No cones are great. Um, All right. Is it my turn now? It's you. What player, now just think about just in general, what player do you think is overrated and what player do you think is underrated? (laughs) I feel like I brought way too much fire with that question. Say it. No. Okay. (laughs) I think... Messi is underrated. I don't think he gets enough credit. And I said it and I meant it. <laughs> you know, who's overrated? Give me a minute. Let me think about it. Hmm. I don't really have any great hot takes for you. The next question is going to have the hot takes. <laughs> I, man, I feel like I'm going to regret this, but for all the hype that Loka brought, he is real overrated in Cincinnati. Like, yeah. Like, cool that you scored that one time, but. Ooh, I actually don't think that that's like too, too controversial. I think a lot of people feel that way. Well, good. Mm-hmm. You already he's know who pretty, I think but is he's... overrated. We don't say his name on this pod. No, we don't talk about him. I'm, I'm, having, a, I'm having a hard time with this one. Because there's so many. Uh, there, there are. Um, the first two, that, the first two that come to my mind, overrated in my opinion, is Garrett Bell. Okay. Okay. I think he's very overrated. Don't get me wrong; he's a good player. But every time they talk about, oh, he's going to be transferred to some other team for this X amount of money, he doesn't score as many goals as he's supposed to for compensation. So I'm just like. Eh, eh, I can do without. Underrated? Rosa. I got to go, go with my guy, Frankie Amaya. Uh, yeah. Frankie is very underrated. He works hard. He's, he, got a little, he got a little nasty attitude uh, this past season that I loved, actually. Love it. Yeah. Like, for a dude that's 5'5 five, five and actually bullying people that are almost a foot taller than him, I'm here for this energy. Yeah. He is. He's spicy. True. Frankie will fight you. Yeah, I Beth, like you called it. that last did. year. Did. I knew he had it in him. <laughs> um, I think he's a Hufflepuff. Very loyal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Beth, it's your turn. All right. What is one player that used to be at your club that you would bring back? Bonus points for hot takes and unpopular opinions. Can I go? Can I go first? Yeah, yeah you can go yeah. first. 
bring back my guy Ledesma. I'm so, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I gotta say it. I gotta say it because at the last couple of years that we've been this terrible, and now seeing him score goals overseas, he scored more goals overseas than we probably did in this past season. Oh yeah. So I don't care if it's a hot take or not. Bring him back. At least he has more energy than most people on the team. That's true. Well, I feel like Daniel Haber didn't get enough credit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Jay's like, really? (laughs) You said hot takes. I didn't expect it to be real spicy hot takes. (laughs) Do you know who I think should come back? Who? Who's that? Jimmy. Jimmy. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, Not listen, anymore. He's put on those. He's put on purple. He's dead to me. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> anymore. We have a picture of him on our fridge. It might have to come down. Right. Might. might have to. He's been he's been tainted by the purple. Ugh. Bad purple thing. Mm-hmm. I'd bring back Spencer. Oh yeah. I, I know him. he just left Cincinnati this week, but yeah, like he should come back. Mm-hmm. But Spencer Richie is is Cincinnati. Have you heard the rumors about where he's going? To the Sounders, I heard. I heard that too. He's going home. I hope it's true. I do Good too. for him. That would be exciting to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I miss him here, but I need yeah. to play for your major league club in your hometown. Do you have a, who would you bring back? Oh, probably Spinny. I just love him. You mean Chungus. Oh yeah, I want Chungus back, let's be honest here. Um, okay. Oh, it is me. Yes. I'm sorry, right? Okay. What are some of your favorite soccer Twitter accounts in podcast? Oh, who's going first? My favorite soccer podcast is Soccer Crush. Well, obviously. The unused substitutes. The unused substitutes. Obviously. The plantain show. Yes, the shirtless plantain show. The USL show. Yes. And anything else on the BGN. BGN. But for Obviously. soccer Twitters, I got to thank Carson, Nigerian Scams. Yeah. He is like my favorite Twitter account to follow now. He is hilarious. He makes fun of everyone. He's unserious. I want to be his best friend. One of our guests recommended uh, Burn It All Down. I think it was Catherine recommended Burn It All Down. And it's not just soccer. It's like all sports. But I listened. To, I've only listened to one episode, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think for me, it's like obviously Soccer Crush every week. Every week it's going to be on rotation. (laughs) But then I think in the middle of like last season, I think, or the year before, I was listening to, I can't remember what the name of the podcast was, but it's from the people out of LAFC. And they were actually, it was like, it was kind of refreshing to hear some like good takes from a good actual soccer club compared to us. Really? Can't relate. which, Which was, I mean, it may be depressed, but also kind of happy at the same time. Okay. I mean, Twitter-wise, soccer question, of course, again. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's something about question of the week that makes you want to like, just really get involved at this point. Um, but I say, uh, what, I got Joseph? Mame. Mame. Yes. I mean, all, all of the great stuff I've seen from him, it's just, it's just beautiful. And then, life is right, because I can always appreciate a good Appreciate a good meme from them too, and just you gotta have fun with these takes because of how bad our club is so far. Yeah, <laughs> not wrong. We need them and their sense of humor in these dark, dark times. <laughs> well, they're bad at their jobs. <laughs> I think it's your turn. It is my turn, and my next question is: What is your Harry Potter house? Yeah, we brought back this question. Yeah, and I feel like I, I feel like I can remember. Because it's Trisha is a Slytherin. Yes. Yeah. Abby is a, is a Gryffindor. Yes. Jay, yeah. you're a Gryffindor also, aren't you? I am, actually. Oh, I remembered. <laughs> and you're a Hooflepoof. And I'm a Hooflepoof. <laughs> I think these are all pretty fitting. I would like to yeah. actually know, though, like, if anybody has any input on, if you've listened to the show, if you don't think you agree with our Hogwarts house, I would <laughs> like to know about this. I think they <laughs> I feel like Jay and I have to be the same house, though. We like see. 
I think I would have guessed Ravenclaw for you before you told me you were in Gryffindor. You're smart as heck. Ironically enough, I was like I did a quiz and I was Ravenclaw at one point, but then I redid the quiz again and then it was like, no, you're a Gryffindor. I was like, okay, I can live with that. I have you got to take the um the actual Pottermore one. I did. Oh, that's what you did. Okay. Yeah, so it it, it changed, and I'm like, okay, oh. I, I guess the sword and head saw something different in me at that point. Okay. Want to be? Sometimes I think we sort too soon. All right, Beth, it's you. Oh, yeah. Which team would you relegate if you could? Any league. Relegate away. Just go crazy. Relegate whoever you want. Tottenham, Hotspurs. Tottenham and Liverpool. Oh, Whoa. <laughs> Chelsea. That's, That's fair. We're probably going to do Chelsea men's, oh. Chelsea women's. Oh, wow. Academy wow. team, their U twelves. Academy. You know what? Academy <laughs> relegated. I would relegate Mo Salah to retirement. Oh no 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 no! Oh wow! He's gonna win the Golden Boot. You leave him alone. I just want him to retire to spend time with his cats. <laughs> wow, that got spicy. <laughs> that, wow! I, I, wow! <laughs> I didn't even say man you. Because I didn't want to. Wow. So much Premier League data happening right now. My, my heart hurts right now. Got out of control. We are in relegated. Jay, do you have a team that you would like to relegate? Uh, Be careful. I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing Leeds go back down. That'd be great. Oh. Leeds has been exciting to watch this year, though. I don't care. They need to go back down. Well, I want to relegate Arsenal. Like on the real, they I almost, live with that too. I would also like to relegate FC Cincinnati to USL so we can yeah. play Tampa Bay because <laughs> I just want to go to Tampa and support Tampa, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Okay, okay. I just we we suck. So let's be honest. So we could beat Louisville again. That's why yeah, you'd like to. Too. I'd like to relegate Nashville. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh my god, go. <laughs> um, <laughs> wait, who's? You're it's my three. turn. Um, what is the last show you binge watched? Oh, oh, let me go. Let me go. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Jay, have you watched Ted Lasso? Is that's on Apple TV, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. See, I don't have that. I'll give you my login. I'll send it to you. Oh, you're a saint. You are a saint. It's so good. It's so good. Um. It's so funny. So when you, when one of, I think Beth posted on Soccer Crush, like the which Ted Lasso character are you? I took it before I watched it and I was Roy Kent and I didn't know what that meant. And then I, that is so fitting after I watched it and I was still Roy Kent. (laughs) That's, that's a good answer. I mean, I think that makes sense, right? I got Nate, which I think also seems appropriate. (laughs) I was Ted. Like, <laughs> I would just like to point out that we are all diamond dogs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, what are you guys binge watching? If I had to, if I think about the show that I binge binge, like it has, it's been a while. And the first thing that comes to mind is Scrubs. Oh, yeah, that's a good I one. love Scrubs. Scrubs is probably one of the best shows I've ever watched in all time. Yeah, because Turk and JD forever. Yeah. I am relationship on TV ever. Oh, yeah. Like, that's the that's probably a better romance than any romance on any show of all time. I don't care what anybody tells me. I don't know, Tokyo and Nairobi. That's a good one. I just finished binging the latest season of Search Party, which is very good. Oh, I don't know about Search Party. It's on it used to be on a different channel, but HBO Max picked it up and like put on the previous seasons and then added some new ones. It's good stuff. I am currently watching Vikings, oh. which is a lot. A but lot. It's, it's a lot, Robin. It's a lot of raping and pillaging, and they do warn you about it, but they did go pretty historically as accurate as the History Channel would allow them to. Hmm. So just think FYI, that's, be prepared. 
I think I'm going to watch WandaVision next. <gasps> Keep hearing how good it is. Oh my God, you will love it. Okay. Maybe I'll start it tonight. Jay and I text about it every Friday. Like, is that when new episodes come out? Yep. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So right. I might have to do it. Let's just say it's getting it's getting really, really good. <laughs> <laughs> it must be Jay's got the shoulder shuffle going on <laughs> I, was, I was telling Abby about this They're setting it up so Falcon and Winter Soldier comes on Right after WandaVision I'm like alright Disney just take all my money While you're at it <laughs> Winter Soldier I can't wait It's so good It's oh. Alright are you ready for the next question Yes What is the best concert you've ever been oh, to You skipped me Oh, I'm sorry. We can't edit this out, Beth. We're not that good. You know what? We probably <laughs> should keep it in so people know what a what a jerk I am. It's about yeah. time people found out. And I'm going to edit my statement. Yes, Abby <laughs> is that good. <laughs> Go ahead and do best question. What's the best concert you've ever been to? Spice Girls. JK, I have not seen the Spice Girls. Um, not to be jealous. Guys, I've seen Paul McCartney from the floor like 10 rows back. It was really great. Yeah, that's good. I'd say Motley Crue. I've seen them like 10 times, but every time it's good. Okay. So I'm trying to distinguish between if I want to go to Bunbury, like the, the little axe there, or the one that really just sticks in my mind. I'm going to go to the one that sticks in my mind. Uh, Zed. I saw Zed back in 20, 2012. In, in like a real hot venue. It was like, it's not small, but it was just a lot of people. And I swear it was part of the best concert of my life. I basically lost the phone case there. I sprained my ankle, <laughs> yeah. but I loved every minute of it. That concert had everything. I have two, 1975. Yeah. I was I like second, second row, row and I got to touch Maddie's hand. I saw it in my, oh. my Bunbury actually. They're so good. That was a good show. Yeah. My. I- favorite that I've ever been to was Taylor Swift. I went on her last tour and saw her in Indianapolis and it was super fun. And then I saw um, the Black Keys at US Bank Arena many years ago and that was a fun concert. There were giant disco balls. Beth, the next time you see Taylor Swift, can I go with you? Absolutely. I'm going to see Harry Styles in September if Corona will let me. (laughs) I just want to go see Niall. Yeah, we had Niall tickets last year but COVID. Can I, just, I, just thought, I just thought about something. Can I throw one more out there? No. Yes. One more two. Who's yours? How dare you? <laughs> uh, no, I, I remember when I was at Bunbury, we saw a Wiz Khalifa perform. Oh. You want to talk about a, a guy that really enjoyed a concert? So it was like he was doing his show. It was, I can't remember what song he was doing. He just stopped and he went through the song because the fireworks were going off. He did, a, he did a, like a panish out on his face. He was like this. <laughs> and they also threw out inflatable blunts. Oh my god! <laughs> I have I have deep regrets that I didn't go see Snoop Dogg at uh, Bunbury. I bet that was pretty fun. I do have an honorable mention. I mm-hmm. saw Childish Gambino oh. at Radio City Music Hall with Dave Chappelle, and that was amazing. That sounds amazing. It was it was pretty incredible. Um, I don't know whatever magic I did to make that happen, but I'm glad the universe aligned for that. So now you can go with your question. Trisha, would you like to ask a question? I will permit it. Yes, Beth, can I please ask a question? Do I have your permission? You have my permission. Thank you. Do you have a favorite stadium? No. No, Uh, I'm just kidding. (laughs) And why is it Owling? Why is it Owling? You know? Because you can see the water from it and it's beautiful and nothing has ever looked so beautiful. And a man once lived in there, which is my dream. And they didn't even find him for like days. I wish it's I true. knew how I felt about this. In case you're wondering. Jay, do you have a favorite stadium? Does it have to be soccer related? No, there are no rules here. Uh, we might edit it out, but you can say whatever you want. <laughs> See, I have I've already been I have already been them that many stadiums like soccer related, but I would love and I mean I would love to go to uh LA Galaxy Stadium. Mm-hmm. 
one, it's in LA. It's in LA. So it's California. What can I, what can I say? I thought LA Galaxy Stadium was in the suburbs of LA. I can live with it. <laughs> LAFC. That's the one to go to. We, I want to go to Minnesota's United Field. Allianz. Allianz. Uh, it does also, look pretty. Also, AFC Richmond. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. AFC Richmond, obviously. Oh, it's so beautifully CGI'd. I was just telling my brother, I was like, I am planning the soccer stadium tour of London. And of course, Stamford Bridge is on there. Number one. We went to a stadium in Copenhagen. And I just wanted to go to their like team store and they had this like visitor experience where you could like walk through this one area off of the gift shop and like look at all of their trophies and then walk up this little thing that was like a platform overlooking the stadium. It was pretty cool. It was the off season there, but so we just, you know, there's nobody around, but it was pretty neat. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Um, Speaking of off season, what do you do to get through the soccer off season? I watch more Premier League. <laughs> yeah, Premier League. Yeah, I was gonna say watch actual good soccer and watch Premier League. It's Premier League is my favorite league. Hockey's going on. Basketball is going on. I just sub in other sport. It's lovely that we don't have too much time without soccer here. So it's always fun. Lots of, you know, some group chats with my season ticket buddies. Learned how to cross stitch. Yep. And lady. you do a beautiful <laughs> job at it, Beth. You have gotten Thank you. so good. Thank you. Right? I guess we really don't get much off season. No. I'm like, what do I do? Hang out with my cats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. It's your turn. Do you support a national team? Yes. Is that a trick question? <laughs> national team. Jay, do not insult our questions. They are people we don't know as well as we know you. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get a women's team. They're 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 just they're just do as they've always deserved. I mean, also the queen, Roosevelt. Thank you. Pay them. Yeah. Get them their money. Yes. She scored a goal this weekend. Well, she did for mm-hmm. Man City. Yay! She did. Oh, okay. we <laughs> Sorry. I think uh, Kristen Press had a really good match, though, too. So, so that's a good balance of women's players in the UK. Um, and I saw that Alex Morgan is on the roster for She Believes Cup, so that's exciting. She's over COVID. Good. Do you have a men's ready for the next question? Yes. Wait, do does anybody have a men's national team that they support? The German I, men's national team. Duh. I'm Team Spain. <laughs> not particularly. Uh, I mean, no. I follow ours to a certain extent, but they're just not as good. So, hey, they won yesterday seven zero. They did against <laughs> Trinidad and Tobago. <laughs> <laughs> You can't last. The last time we played them, they, they got absolutely demolished by Trinidad and Tobago. I know. I know. It was quite the comeback. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which three soccer players do you want on your zombie apocalypse team? Okay. We're in a zombie apocalypse. You have a small team of people that can save your life. Which players do you want there with you? Forrest Lasso. Because-Rosa-Lasso-Lasso-Lasso-Lasso-Lasso-Lasso-Lasso-Lasso-Lasso-Lasso-Lasso-Lasso-Lasso-Lasso-Lasso-Lasso-Lasso-Lasso-L
Lionel Messi. I need somebody with accuracy. They yeah. saved my life. Yeah. Uh, you stole Mark Rashford once. I'm not going to use Marcus Rashford. But I'm going to pick um, Anthony Martial. Okay. And third, Megan Rapinoe. Oh, That's yeah. Cool. I think my third, I would just bring Capo with me. Okay, the third time. He could hold my hand. Yeah, beer daddy. I like want to say Mo because he's like my he's my favorite player, but I feel like he lives a life of luxury that does not make him well suited <laughs> for a zombie apocalypse. He would not know what to do. He would be like, I don't have my soaps. <laughs> <laughs> Something, you know, I don't know what his thing is, but <laughs> he just he seems a little too pretty for. Her. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> so you guys last question most important of all time ever who is your soccer crush big sexy jay has it changed since we saw you last ah uh, it was rose lavelle the last time you were on right it, i think it was but I, I go back and forth between her and david the hair it's the hair mm-hmm. it's the hair you can pick both there are no rules I also have a crush on a Spanish goalkeeper. It's Kepa. Yeah. But uh, I know who would have thought. But my crush is still Mason Mount, you guys. Duh. I just did a deep dive on Patrick Banford's uh, Instagram. I've got a bit of a crush. That's a good crush. We have some good crushes, you guys. Are you ready to maybe talk tactics? Yeah, let's talk some tactics. Okay. Okay, you guys, that was some fun rapid firing. So let's tackle some real stuff. Like, why are we still having racial problems in the Premier League? Because white people suck? Yeah, that's part of it. And I don't think it's just Premier League, although there have been a lot of issues recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's across all soccer leagues. Um, I have both. So just this past week... Man United and Chelsea both had to release statements because they had um, some racial abuse directed to players. Um, Man U, you know, said that they have a zero tolerance of any form of racism or discrimination and a longstanding commitment to campaigning against it through our all red, all equal initiative. Um, And identifying these anonymous, mindless idiots remains problematic. We urge social media platforms and regulatory authorities to strengthen measures to prevent this kind of behavior. And I think Chelsea said something pretty similar. Um, They added, in sport, as in wider society, we must create a social media environment where hateful and discriminatory actions are unacceptable online as they would be on the street. Um, Something needs to change and it needs to change now. I think these are good statements. But if you're not putting the actions behind it, they just are performative. Um, And before every Premier League match, when they kneel for like their three and a half seconds, I'm like, oh, good. You solved racism. So glad. That was easier than Kendall giving someone a Pepsi. Well, so with all the things that have happened in the past year, do you think any actions have actually been made or do you think we're still just doing things that make white people feel good? Probably a little bit of both, I would imagine. I think that I was pleased to see our club kick someone out for life from attending based on some comments they made to our players online. But I think that that doesn't mean that they're a perfect institution. Yes, it's just it's just hard because it's like we while well, yes it's good that they we didn't bring any statements from these big clubs and I think it says a lot that even a club would call go out of their way to call some people mindless idiots, which is probably further than what most other people would do because they would try to kind of toe the line a little bit. But I also think too, while I feel that a lot of this is performative. It's also hard to really take more action only because we're in this COVID environment. That that thing that makes a big difference because let's say non-COVID 
uh, we're able to really catch fans like in the act. Mm-hmm. I feel like clubs could take more action right then and there, saying you're banned, like like FCC did um, when we still have people going to. Oh, actually, when FCC basically banned a fan, but mm-hmm. considering the fact that in the UK it's probably much harder to try to find these individuals, especially when people make like Twitter handles that are like letters and numbers. Who, how can you really define who that person is unless you really know who that is? So I kind of agree with that. I mean, it's hard to say where they're not, but they also are at the same time, if that makes sense. I agree. I And here's the tweet that I wanted to bring up to you guys that I have not stopped thinking about since I read it. Um, and it's been like three or four weeks ago. It's definitely a question worth asking over and over again. Does your team truly care about black players, fans, and organizational staff? I'm going to say, and maybe this is ballsy of me, that you can start whatever initiatives you want, but if you're not starting in your own house, like I'm curious, like how many black people are you hiring and not just black men how many black women are you hiring because let's be real there's not a lot of that representation just organizationally Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we need to hold them accountable for that I think about you know what is our fan culture like for FCC we don't have a ton of black fans even though we are building a stadium in a black community so I think we need to hold them accountable I think other teams are also experiencing the same thing, especially in Utah, where there have been problems. Um, Big time. Yeah. If I'm looking just at our own club here, I mean, I say they've probably done more than most, but it's still not enough. Mm -hmm. Because I think it's good to like they still have Omar who has been basically the head of like kind of like the relations piece of it which has been awesome and I would say FC Cincinnati has probably been probably more demonstrative than I've seen from a lot of like sports organizations in terms of really being like even if it's just making a statement let's just take let's take it from that standpoint they've been a lot better than most organizations that I've seen in all across the sports spectrum but I still think what they've done in terms of like banning fans who don't represent like what this club is, we need to see more of that. We need to see more of the initiatives that they put back into the community because there's so and then on top of that, they talked about and bringing in more more staff that's more diverse, including black people, whether it's men, women, uh, transgender. We need we need more of the representation. Uh, it's not just enough to just go ahead and make these blanket statements. Let's go ahead and act on them. Yeah, and the more you sit on it, the more I, the more people like myself, the three of us, the four of us here, are going to continue to call it out until something gets done. Yep, I agree. Um, so FC Cincinnati tweeted, well, they tweeted throughout Black History Month, the community leaders across Cincinnati will be sharing stories about civil rights activists and their impact. They're doing reading with reflection. I think that's a really cool initiative that they started for this month. I hope it's like, yes, let's celebrate Black History Month, but let's not let it end there. Let's not act like celebrating it is all that we can do. There are real issues that still impact Black communities that we can't just sweep under the rug because you have a community outreach program. Anyone can have a program. Anyone can say they're doing things. There needs to be action behind it, and it needs to be done with good intentions, not just to make the club look good. Um, I agree. Agreed. And Saad Abdul Salam, I love him, is launching a financial literacy program with Cincinnati Public Schools. Like, how great is he? That's him. awesome. That's so smart. I didn't know that. That's really awesome. Yeah. Um, Black Players for Change tweeted that today. So, I mean, as much as I was like, oh, those two things make me feel good, but I don't mm-hmm. want it to be like, well, it's Black History Month. This is all we're yeah. going to do. Mm-hmm. Or, feel good. That's. Or we're going to keep supporting kneeling for two seconds, but we're not really going to make any actions Mm -hmm. towards eradicating any of our systemic policies. 
Yeah, it, I, I wonder too, this is just me thinking ahead, like one, when when we do ever get fans back in the stadiums, whatever the heck that is, if they're still, let's say, because we saw it's just like this down in Dallas, but I think when they first started playing again, let's say they start kneeling again, then what's the favorite spot here in Cincinnati? Mm-hmm. Like, we could talk about being quote, like, quote unquote inclusive so much, but I can, I already have the inclination that I'm already going to hear boos, it's going to be louder than the cheers, and people just won't get it. And I don't know if we can change people's minds just because of an initiative. I think it's gonna it's gonna take more time in terms of just the individual people. But I agree that like the club continue needs to continue to put more effort into doing more. It can't be just lip service at this point. And I think they've made the small baby stuff to start that. Mm-hmm. And I hope they continue it. And I hope, like you said, Treasure, I hope it's genuine. Because we can tell if it's genuine or not. And when we can tell it's not genuine, everything flips. Yeah. And as you saw with the players, like, you can tell when players will call management the task. It's mm-hmm. like, what have what you been doing this entire time? And so I need to see more. It's, I'm, I think I've come to the point where it's like, I, your words – while good mean nothing. Let's see with actions. Agreed. Your intentions can be whatever they want, but you have to follow through on them. And it has to be more than just kneeling. It has to be more than just making a statement. It has to be more than just sharing this stuff during Black History Month. Yep. Black people aren't stupid. You know when something isn't genuine. You know when it's pandering. You know when it's only to make white people feel better. Yes, and that's the thing is, I feel like so often we make talks about racism, about making white people comfortable and sorry for the language i'm fucking sick of that it's not about our comfort we should not be comfortable talking about racism it should make us uncomfortable these are difficult conversations to have if it was easy racism would be over with a pepsi and a kneel but it isn't yeah i think you have to not just in february but throughout the year challenge yourself Make yourself uncomfortable. Challenge others. Make others uncomfortable. Have, have those hard conversations. Like your family, the people in your life that you don't often talk to about it, where you're like, oh, they have a good heart. We don't have to. But then when you actually hear them talk and you're like, oh, mm-hmm. you should talk about this. You have to continually have these conversations and let it snowball into something bigger and just not be complacent with, you know, your small little actions that you're posting on Twitter. And don't be a stupid jerk and hide behind your keyboard and lash out at players that make you mad and call them horrible things. You suck. Because if you fault them in an alley, you would lose. Yeah, I would say, look, I don't care. If you want to criticize a player for just like, hey, you missed a shot. I'm upset you missed a shot. I'm here for that. Because we all have done it at some point. Like, dude, you're a professional. You're supposed to be you're paid to take, like, be great at this. Make your shot. But when you get personal, you start calling them out of their name, you start going to derogatory terms, you start going way above and beyond what like fan criticism is, and you really start attacking players, then you're in a whole other realm, and that's where you need to just – it's full stop. You, you, you don't do it, period. Like, there are players that I will defend in terms of – and Trisha knows where I'm going with this – that I won't defend – because of their some views that they have. But at the same time, it's like you're not gonna call them this word because that's how that's what you want to go go with. Stop it. Nope. No place for it. Zero tolerance. We're on the same page. Yep. So call out the jerks in your life. It's actually absolutely. And speaking of jerks. Um, can we just skip down so that you can get out some of your anger? <laughs> Here we go. So, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> gender non-conforming people, a week ago, yeah, a week ago, the internet was- Our blessed, lives were changed. Blessed Is with the most the hideous pictures of Christian Pulisic for GQ. One, the interview was stupid. Two, I didn't even read that. Two, 
the pictures were even worse. So I would like Trisha to just, just walk us through this. <laughs> just trash talk it, Trisha. So, so they're not good. <laughs> they're not good. That is all. No. So I, if my first car, I just. Wow. They've rendered you speechless. I, I mean, it, it, it is what it is. It is what we've seen. So, <laughs> so I would, I just, first I want to start off with sharing some people's thoughts. We should post and, them. And their, and their prayers at this point. So that <laughs> shared a picture of Polisic on a couch yep. with boot cut jeans, cuffed one time, a maroon white theater tank top and said, this one looks like he's waiting for the director of the porn he's about to film. <laughs> uh, I, did, I did say that because he did. <laughs> our favorite Nigerian scams said uh, GQAnon. Yep. Yep. Because oh. I want to know why his hairline looks like Mike Pence. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, another tweet said, oh, my God, Christian Pulisic is Jamie Tart." <laughs> seen Ted yeah. Lasso. He's I get Jamie it. Todd. He's Jamie Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's laying down on a couch, and it looks like he's either about to shoot a softcore porn or release a boy band album. Both. I'm not entirely sure. Maybe both at the same time. One and then the other. But I mean, it. Someone said on Twitter, Asted Wesley said, if Drake produced an Adam Levine album, it would sound like this picture. <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> I, I'm just really concerned about who styled him and why he's making the faces that he's making. If his grandma made him shave his beard because he looks so handsome without it, then fucking explain this, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grandma. You are sorry, I'll stop. You're spicy tonight. I don't. I'm I'm raining in the Roy Kent. Sorry, but uh, yeah. Why does he look like this? He is he does not look like this. I just want to know out of the entire U.S. Men's National Team, why did you pick? Christian why Pulisic? did you pick him? Walker Zimmerman, better choice. Weston McKinney, better choice. DeAndre Edwin, better choice. Anyone on the women's team? All of them on the women's team. So I'm yeah, just, if you guys have any horrible thoughts about this. Um, photo shoot we want to hear them all i'm so confused by it if someone would like to explain it to me like i'm in kindergarten please do so he was channeling his inner maroon five he had to pay him six figures for that yeah he got paid for that and his video of his 10 things he can't live without it's stupid why does he sound like an 18 year old girl in college for the first time there's nothing wrong with being. There is nothing wrong with that. I have college. a lot of respect for 18-year-old girls in college. But why does I don't get it? My favorite slash most um, confusing photo is the one where he's covering his eyes up with the backs of his with his fingers. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. We need a soccer cross photo shoot where we just make fun of that. <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh. Beth, you have the couch. <laughs> I, do, I do have a velvet couch <laughs> I just can't believe it <laughs> uh, no. yeah, it's pretty horrifying I know who picked those pictures like who had final say who looked at them and said oh yes those are the ones so how many I wonder how many issues they sold now just go with me on this one All right GQ soccer spread Olivier Giroux Ooh, that's better. I'm a problem solver. Unless the same person is styling this photo. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> it's Olivier Giroux. It would be fine. It's not his fault he's gorgeous. That's true. <laughs> All right. Do you guys have any more trash you want to add? But that's a good segue into the uh, Nippert Stadium survey. Stuff yeah, let's evening. talk about, speaking of trash, I didn't get this. Jay, did you get the survey? I did, but I saw things on Twitter that made me question why would I want to take the survey? For the law. Like, who thought this was a good idea? Like, genuinely, who thought 
asking about the smells of Nippert was the million dollar idea to ask fans. Yeah. I don't understand. Like five questions in a row about the smell of Nippert. Did they get a lot of complaints? I mean, it was a stadium. I never noticed anything quite. I would imagine that some marketing company put together some generic survey and they use it for everything and they tried to apply it to our club and it was a disaster. I'm happy to share her thoughts on surveys. Y'all, that was more generic than vanilla ice cream. (laughs) Okay, don't insult vanilla ice cream, first of all. I'm just saying it's generic. I understand your point. But don't attack vanilla. Yeah, I'm just sorry. saying, if you were going to send a survey about a stadium smelling, you should send it to Louisville. Your stadium smells like cat pee. Oh. That's the like truth. It's not a lie. I swear, it like smelled like cat pee. It's not because I hate you, but also your stadium smells like cat pee. And stop sending me things and stop texting me, Louisville. Why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> to be fair, we haven't been to the new stadium. That one just is going to smell like Jimmy McLaughlin. It's going to smell like Jimmy. And his cologne. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no comment. <sighs> oh, nippers. Why do they even care at this point? I feel like, it's the, it's like it doesn't even matter at this point. Like, you're building a new stadium. Why are you asking about the old stuff? Exactly. Why are you asking all these questions about Nippert? Are you trying to get their Yelp reviews up higher or something? It was strange to me that they were, I mean, unless you're collecting that data to try to improve things, but they've already put so much into the new stadium that you would have thought that they would have asked us how we wanted it to smell a while ago. Because they're going to put in better <laughs> not like freshers? Not like toilets. I don't want that smell. Yeah, that would be my preference, that it not smell bad. Yeah, I was gonna say, well, if you're... If- if you're already concerned about the smell of the new stadium, then I have concerns about why you're building right now in the first place. Yeah. You guys, FCC called me to today. The oh, ticketing yeah. office called me today because I was supposed to confirm my Zoom meeting for Wednesday. They just called me and I was like, can I just not talk to anyone and you just <laughs> renew my ticket? I don't know that they have all pistons firing is what oh. i get out. They've been at it for a while, so I imagine they're getting a little fried. All you had to do was, like, email me the link to the Zoom so I could have emailed you back and just been like, yeah, I just want my one Bailey ticket. This is it. But, nope, I got a phone call to talk about the Zoom that I was supposed to have on Wednesday. Oh, phone calls are the worst. I'm sorry. Are they going to let you just renew without the Zoom? Yeah. It was like, yeah, that's fine. And I was like... We could have solved this like back in November. But, I thought know. we I thought we learned this being at home that not everything is a phone call or a Zoom meeting. It can be an email. Yes. Everything can be an email. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. for solving racism. Well, do you guys ever play Among Us? No. Yes. So yes. I've I've been playing quite a bit with my family. So I'll start a game and invite them. Um, and anytime somebody calls a meeting and it's about something dumb, I always say in the chat, this meeting could have been an email. And I always know when I'm playing with a younger crowd because they'll be like, what are you talking about? I'll be like, oh, you'll find out. <laughs> Just wait till you're 30. <laughs> yes. All right. What else? MLS player union contract negotiations. They might be Give happy. Them what they want. That's all I have to say. Give them what they want. They put up with so much crap last year. They're going to put up with more crap this year. Yeah. Yes. Maybe. Give them what they want. That's all. That's my, that's my opinion on the contract negotiations. Like the industry, I understand they lost money. I understand that. But these players cannot afford to when they have families and what they make is pennies comparison to what you make. A multi-billion dollar industry is going to be just fine. I'm not. Concerned. Yeah. All of our teams are owned by millionaires. Like millionaires will be fine. I'm sorry. I will never feel sorry for rich people. Yeah. Yeah. And your jerseys are expensive and ugly. And ugly. I think until we get new ones, hopefully they don't look like that. And we can talk trash about them. Yeah. You have that coming up. I will never be concerned about millionaires being concerned about money. I don't care about you. I care about the players who have families to protect in a pandemic and y'all are trying to take their money from them when they play for you, which also ties back into the racism 
because a lot of these players are players of color. So you expect them to just perform for you, but then you don't advocate for them. Hmm. Uh, yeah, the, problem, the problem I have with them is the fact that, yeah, they got, you talk about the planes already made sessions last year. First of all, the MLS is back tournament. You know how much of a risk that was for them? Mm-hmm. Like, that was a big risk. And then on top of that, they, took, they basically took a pay cut. And you're telling me that, oh, the league's hurting so much and this is, like, you got the players got to make concessions, which they have already in this this upcoming CBA, which it's kind of weird to me because the CBA goes to 2025 already and they're trying to ex- extend it now and they're going to have a lockout, but that's another story. But y'all got money. Mm-hmm. Y'all make y'all make money y'all make money not from MLS. I don't think it's gonna hurt you for another year to put some of your own money mm-hmm. you won't be hurting for, let's say 30 million, because I know y'all billionaires, I know you got money. Throw 30 million in there, pay your players, make sure they're protected, and go about your merry way. Yeah, if you take care of your players, don't you think they're gonna work harder for you? if they feel like management and leadership actually cares about them and their health and their safety, don't you think they're going to perform better for you? I also, know. Who, who would want to sign with this league right now? I've said the same thing. <laughs> I said the same. I'm like, if you, if, if you, if like, I understand they're trying to beat players from overseas, but I'm like, if I'm a player from overseas, this league is a, is dysfunctional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Not to mention that it's in America and we suck. <laughs> boy can. It's like, I could, I could play for what the second tier of, of English football, making more money, yeah. actually have more freedom than go over to here, come over here where you don't have a relegation system and everything just basically sucks. And you're in the country with all of the COVID. Yeah, we have <laughs> all of the COVID. Yeah. And yeah, that too. I couldn't do it. Uh, well, FCC is still building their roster. I think we still have like what four spots to fill. Yeah, we actually read through the roster the other day because we were like, who was on our team? Turns out I still didn't remember about half of them. Yeah. I can't wait for you to quiz us again, Trisha. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah, be awesome. That would be fun. Speaking of things coming up on season two of Soccer Crush, we have more guests, more love stories. We have a total kit trashing we have soccer we can if you want to send in pictures of soccer players dressed in stupid outfits we can totally talk about it yes but they have to be pictures of like benjamin showell because he has the worst fashion he has horrible fashion. <laughs> so do so all of his cute, friends but his fashion is terrible um yeah and if you guys have missed Jay's love story, you have to go back to season one. Yes. He shared his entire love story pretty early on. You'll have to listen to every single episode to find his. Um, yeah, all of them. And hold him accountable in case any of his answers have changed. Just kidding. Please don't flash So that's why he didn't share his love story today because it's already been done and it was a great episode. We had so much fun then. We had so much fun now hanging out with you. Um, Thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for having me back along. Talking some trash. We love talking trash with Jay. Yeah, we do. Good times. All right. You guys want to kill this outro? Yeah. Yeah, let's kill it. So... Do we want to go like we did one, two, three? Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> Let's see if we ready. still got this. I don't. <laughs> and that is it for today, Crushes. We would like to thank our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team, Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. Oh, Beth, you nailed it. 10 out of 10. <laughs> new freshman week poll will be coming your way this weekend. If you have nominations, send them our way. Um, if you want to share your soccer love story, DM us. We'd love to have you. 
we are going to do like a weekly schedule just yet, but we will definitely schedule you in sometime. Um, make sure you like, subscribe, rate our podcast to all of your friends. Listen, follow us, hang out with us on Twitter. Grandmas love us so they can listen to us too. Yeah. And thank you for listening to Soccer, Soccer Crush. Crush.